Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming at you. Uh, what am I coming at you from? I don't know. Uh, you don't know. I'm a I'm a top of Shadow Facts. One of the last of the great horses, because we're riding back into Middle Earth to discuss Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Yes, that's right, folks. Oh. It's episode four of the hit Amazon Prime series that takes us back into the world of Lord of the Rings. It's the episode Hobbit. four or five? This is episode four. Oh, goodness. Wow. I thought it was episode yes. five. No, 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 no. Episode four. Not okay. yeah, um, it pretty much caught up with Game of Thrones essentially. Oh, maybe but, um, maybe that's what I was thinking of. I was getting uh, Game of Thrones. Would, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones would be episode five, um, coming up this Sunday. But um, yes, we're here to talk about the Rings of Power, and all that was revealed in the latest because some stuff, some stuff happened. Some stuff happened. Some some Easter eggs and callbacks to uh, the overall lore of Lord of the Rings. Some build up to a giant conflict that will definitely sure will be quite the set piece and uh, some smaller moments. But all in all, we got you with me, as always. You heard him earlier. Fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney, Dr. Jace Attorney. Are you still out here? Um, is 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 the rings of power your precious or are you ta- tossing it into the fire? Those are two extremes. It's very. <laughs> it's either I'm, I'm loving it hundred <laughs> percent or I hate it. <laughs> it's not canon. <laughs> um, I, I mean, didn't, I didn't mean I'm, for I'm extremes. Like, <laughs> I, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Um, uh, what I say, like I'm all like into it. I mean, there's just certain segments where I was, I was, I kind of zoned out a little bit and we kind of talked about it a little bit before uh we we started recording you know some some plot threads that we were like <laughs> who cares about this uh but but we'll, we'll we'll talk about those but whenever you know stuff was happening that that's where i kind of tuned in again I'm like oh okay they they discovered this or these two characters met or this character finally went to this area um of course uh my least favorite plot thread was not in this episode yeah i did uh, not make an appearance yes i know they did not the, the cat's out the bag uh what's her name again nori uh, nori there was no and i made it a point because i i said it the last uh 
the last what um episodes one two and three i was like i i am not a fan of this nori plot thread i just don't like nori i know some people are trying to make comparison to uh oh she's just like frodo i'm like no she's not you're being elijah wood hits different you know say what you will about frodo the character i was still invested in frodo uh i'm sorry elijah wood elijah wood um but uh that i and i noticed it it was like wow wow they they what what plot thread is not present right now because we only have 20 minutes left on this episode and then i was like bam it's it's nori she's not in this uh good 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 I mean, again, it's a um, you know, in typical Lord of the Rings fashion, multiple storylines, a large cast. Um, some people aren't gonna make the cut. That's okay. I wasn't too upset that Nori wasn't here. I'm still giving her story a shot, but I will say I guess maybe these other stories are a tad more interesting because more is happening. So I think they're definitely more they got they got my attention. And like you said. Some segments I definitely kind of uh, slept on. Not literally, figuratively, but... I sleep. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, why is this here? Like, let's focus on something else. But uh, here, let's get into it. And I think um, the best way to start this off, I think here in episode four, I think we're establishing kind of what the culminating thing or culminating event will be. Uh and I take it all these pieces are moving or will be moving towards the Southlands and a great conflict against the rising orc army growing in the Southlands. Do you get that vibe too? Is that kind of what's it where it's headed? That that's what I feel like it is. Cause, um, oh man, the guy's name, uh, halt. Oh man hall brand hall brand hall brand man i don't know what it is some names i like pick up on like immediately and there's no question afterwards other ones <laughs> hall brand hall brand that's gotta be one of the easier names i i remember Kellabrimbor. <laughs> hall brand is two words two actual words hall and brand come on i don't know maybe maybe because he hasn't like I mean, he's he's done stuff, but like he needs to make bigger moves. I I I know Galadriel now because, I mean, she she's she really wants to you know amass this army to go out into the right the the Southlands. Yeah, the Southlands. Yeah, and stop the rising uh, threat that that is Sauron or you know whatever's building up over there. She knows something's building. Um, in the Southlands, and she knows Hallbrand is going to be the key to amassing some type of army to match that because, like she said in this episode and what was mentioned last week, uh, he is the lost heir to the throne in the Southlands, right? Right. He's not okay. just some smithy um, or uh, – oh, I forgot the word. Yes, he is the heir. Yes. Right. Um and it's like, wow, what are the odds that, you know, you went adrift in the ocean. And in you the came middle across, of the ocean. <laughs> in the middle of the ocean, the wide sea, and you just stumbled across the key to your initiative to amassing an army. 
And, but again, they always talk about fate and the gods intertwining fate into everyone's directions. So maybe it's just, you know, gods doing God things. Do they have gods? Is Do they have gods? Have they, like, openly I, said? I feel like... You know what? I, I don't know if they ever referenced gods directly, but I feel like they have to have some kind of deities. You don't have a mythical realm like Lord of the Rings and not have something like that. I mean, it, now that we talk about, I swear I've never in any Lord of the Rings mythos. I I don't. I can't recall talks of like a higher power, a god. Um, I feel like I'm gonna look it up. That that's what I like about these talks. If I didn't really enjoy the episode or if I enjoyed segments of it, when we talk about it, I always like looking up just random facts. Like you know what? Do they? worship gods are there gods and um deities in lord of the rings so that's always interesting to see uh kind of like how we confirmed you know how long ago this series takes place uh you know we established already three thousand years and it kind of puts things into uh perspective um so apparently i think there are gods and they are referred to as the Valar are they the Valar okay the Valar I think I've heard that phrase yeah uh, they, they were the powers of Arda who shaped and ruled the world they sounded like people that actually like physically manifested on you know like they were they, these weren't just people just floating in the sky right and like you know yeah. granting blessings and all that stuff they were they seem to actually have existed physically on land and they, you know, did their godly things. But there are deities in this mythos. There are deities in this mythos. So okay. that's uh, I mean, interesting. I mean, good to know. I really never thought about it. And I think uh, this show does a good job at kind of peeling layers back, uh, you know, uh, speaking on the conflict of the Southlands. The orcs. Uh, the orcs. You know, we kind of, you know, got some inner workings of the orcs as far as they kind of worship uh, Adar, who was alluded to last week. Right. Uh, who I guess is not Sauron so far, as far as we for know. For what we know. For what we know. Um, but he is the Allfather. Uh, right. And they bow before him, and it's almost like you know he he there was the one orc who was dying, and he grants him a mercy kill. And man, he he was uh like I I felt there was some compassion in there, but like just the way he dug it and the blade in, I was just like, man, you couldn't. Do that. I don't know. I mean, they're orcs. I I I guess they can take it. <laughs> it just, well, well, quick, quick and swift because quick and swift. You're right. You're he's right. He's in pain. Right, right, right. He's not like digging it around saying, yeah, I'm evil. <laughs> right. Uh, it was quick and swift. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But to your point, though, you said compassion. I felt compassion. He kind of right. looked in his eyes. To the gate, a, you know, soothed his head and everything. Um, yeah, that's I feel that's a side of orcs we've never seen. You know, is that we breaking canon? I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's breaking. This cannon. is breaking canon. You can't be having orc show compassion. <laughs> I, I don't know why. To be fair, uh, it wasn't an orc that showed compassion. It was 
Oh, true. Whoever this is. Uh, we don't know. I mean, he had pointy ears, so elfish related. Elfish, yeah. Right. And he spoke the tongue. He spoke the tongue. Right, um, right. The second yeah, we see an orc showing that kind of compassion, then that's when you're like, okay, well, hold on, hold on. Well, what, what's going on here? I, I don't understand this. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, they're they're. I I, I feel this episode was really pa painting kind of like a, I don't know, like a grandiose scheme of you know, talk about deities. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, what you would call dreams and uh, what is it called uh, visions, in a second. But now we have you know these orcs kind of in their culture and their customs, because I mean, but if if I were to go off of Lord of the Rings. You know, someone's dying. It's like, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Wait, was that a line from one of the That's movies? a line from the two towers. Uh, wow. The orc said that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. So, but then this orc is dying and nobody is, you know, like, oh, let's eat. It's kind of, oh, no. Oh, wait. Dying. They said that to one of their own. Yes. They said that to one of their own. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. R and you know interesting juxtaposition here because here they are like oh he's dying adar all father all father take care of him send him on you know so well i mean the question is you know if if adar did not show up if he wasn't in the area would they have gone the direction that you just said where <laughs> <laughs> reach back on the menu boy <laughs> And they just start chowing down on this guy. I wouldn't Even say that they're different. I don't know. Like, you know how the the orcs at in in the Lord of the Rings they were like of a a very dark complexion, like like a, like mud related almost. But, yeah, they're like born in mud. Yeah, right. These, um, I mean, they're orcs still, but like they're kind of they're more gray. They're more like a grayish, a lighter color. Maybe they're not of the cannibalistic nature yet. Maybe they're not there yet. They're not <laughs> you like you think they're a little more civilized. A, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm just again, I'm going back into like my nostalgia for the Lord of the Rings series. Aside from Sauron leading the orcs, I feel like the orcs were kind of directionless for the most part. They were just kind of like. Blah, 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 blah. And they just, well, they would go bananas. But you have here, you know, Adar is the one leading them. But you know, they have these labor camps, pretty, uh, pretty structured, pretty. You know, they got everything laid out. They got the, <laughs> they got the shade. They got the shade. They got the chains all all meshed well. They got um, a network of tunnels. A network of tunnels. They. They know not to break the backs of their own. They're like, hey, why should we do this hard work? Let's just capture some elves and have them do it for us. They got a system. They, got they a system have a in system. Place. If you had told me the orcs from the trilogy would orchestrate this, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, I probably wouldn't believe it either. Not yeah, not alone. They need somebody <laughs> else leading the charge. Exactly. But all in all, I think uh the orcs shall be interesting to watch moving forward if they dare to show us more of kind of these inner workings. Um, so Adar, he, um, you know, he speaks the tongue. He leaves the message saying uh, to Arondir, um, Arondir, hey, give up your land. 
which is i guess the rest of the southlands um right and uh you know we'll spare your people and uh he just lets him right. go he just, lets him go i I'm very surprised uh, he just does that. Um, again, we don't know the motivations for Adar. I don't know if he has compassion for other people or only compassion for orcs. Um, but it, it it just seemed off that he just let, you know, a run deer just leave. You know, he was the one that caused that pain and that that chaos with the um with with the labor camp and in the last episode they tried to orchestrate a big escape he he messed up some of the orcs uh he he killed that dog did he kill the dog creature or the war he... yeah he killed uh, he killed there's the another war but there's yeah, another he killed, one he killed that war um, yes he he was a disruption to their operation and yeah, he probably sent them two days back that and two days that's a lot for an orc and, and like a labor it, it can camp. add up it adds up so he's just like uh all right i'm gonna let you go to deliver a message i mean i don't know i i i don't maybe he thought he could survive the harsh lands to make it over there because he took on his entire squadron he's like hey if, if we let you go you'll probably actually survive delivering this message i don't know i it just seemed off that he was like all right you're free to go. Go ahead. Go on. Maybe that's his nature. Maybe they'll maybe we'll peel back more of him moving forward because uh I don't know. Uh Arondir hasn't told anybody when he got back that this dude is elfish. Right. You know, I I imagine once they reveal this guy and they say he's an elf, uh heads will probably turn and more reason to hate elves. We hate elves. There's a lot of elf hating here. Oh my this god! Episode. That's what the episode opened up with. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you ever uh, seen that episode of South Park uh, where it's it, it's a bunch of rednecks uh, complaining about the minorities in their town, and they're like, "They took our germs. They took our <laughs> germs." You never seen that episode? It's really old. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 it's. Uh, it's a bunch of people getting upset because like the minorities they're getting occupations like in um you know construction and contracting and all that stuff so the, the rednecks of, of the town they're mad at that because now they're losing the jobs so they it's it's a skit that south park has played to this day like you'll like even today even though the episode is old if, if a minority gets referenced about like, you know, oh, he got the job over me, the redneck will reference, he took my germ. <laughs> like, <laughs> so when, in the beginning of this episode, of Rings of Power, I literally, that's what was playing in my head where you had that dude chanting with the other men and, uh, you know, the, 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 the rest of the workers in there saying, these elves come into our land and they are stealing our work. They took our germs. Now the queen consorts with the elf maiden. I'm like, there was one elf. Like, I thought, I thought, I thought there was like a mini time skip. I thought there was a mini time skip because this man was making it seem like a, a mass immigration of elves came to Numenor. And I was like, oh, wait, so it's been like a couple years that did, did more elves come to Numenor and like settle there. And 
by the end of it, um, I forget his name. The the guy with the beard. Uh, oh, the, I don't even know that guy's name. Uh, uh, I'll I'll call him the the council of the queen because he seems to be or 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 the captain of the guard. Maybe he's the mm-hmm. captain of the guard. Um, but just you know, the guy with the beard. He's the one that comes in and he's like, uh, one elf came onto our shores. <laughs> Why you got to be stupid? Is but no, he he roused those people up. No. He was the one Wasn't that it? the guy with the beard? No. Yeah, the guy with the beard. No, he was like he 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 told him to stop. He, no, he's so the guy, so there was there was two separate guys. There was the guy that was like on the stand. He was just like a, a random NPC. He was basically saying, They took our jerks. Oh, we- yes, that guy, that's the guy who uh, I think got in a fight with Hallbrand. That's one of those guys. Oh, it was? Yes, yes, because oh, he was okay. beat up. Yeah. Oh, that's why um, he had bruises. He had yes. bruises on his face. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. I didn't know that. All right. So that was one of the dudes Hallbrand beat up. Uh, but then the bearded guy who I'm guessing either the captain of the guard or the queen's council, whatever, he comes in. And he starts making fun of the dude because uh, I guess I'm making fun of him, but, but but he's like mocking everyone there that's like getting all excited about, yeah, let's let's go get these elves. Uh, he's like, guys, one elf came here to our shores. This is the kingdom of man. Like, relax. Like, don't stop this. And, and he basically reassured them to like, just stop worrying about this. One elf came to our shore. And this is Numenor, the the kingdom of man, the one that you know uh, fought against Morgoth back in the days of old, and you know all the typical you know high fantasy thing where they spiel all their titles, all their accomplishments uh, for you know to, to to rally up people. So he calmed down the crowd to not let them freak out that the queen was conspiring with an elf. The the elvish people are going to to take our jobs. <laughs> they, they, because he even said that he's like our you know our jobs require us to like you know make um like uh like make armor, make weapons, stuff like that. But these elves, they're immortal and they last a lot longer than us. They can work for days, years. Their stamina is different, and they live forever. So. He's building up the elves as like, listen, these guys are very competent workers. They can replace us. I see, you know what? Even saying it out loud now, I could see some of the similarities of like, you know, real world connections, kind of like how we tied in um, uh, Orundir, you know, being black and also being part of the elves. And it's like two sides that are also being prejudiced because the elves are being prejudiced, but then also, you know, people people being prejudiced against um african-americans so arundir is playing two sides of that in reality and in the fantasy uh realm so for this one i thought the elves were supposed to represent something like that where you have these people saying hey this immigration is coming into our land of uh uh numenor is it numenor is numenor numenor yeah numenor um we got to stop it. It, it, it. It's freaking us out. We got to stop it. And you have to have someone come in and just reassure them. Like, listen, it's it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> just relax. I guess you put it in perspective for me because I was really you didn't see it. I, I see thought anything? he was I thought he was. I just rewatched it now while you're talking, was, uh, uh, looking at what he was saying. Yeah, he definitely calmed them down, reassured them that Numenor will remain 
under the you know the hand of the men he was saying and no <laughs> do you think that's alluding to anything I mean, no, not anything. It, it was weird. Again, they have all this elf hate, and the elves gave them this city. Y'all need to. They calm didn't down. give it to them. They earned, earned it. With it. Their they blood. earned it. But they still, the elves made it. The elves <laughs> made it. So it's fine. It's. I was just so taken aback. But, um, but you know, back in Numenor, uh, uh, a couple other things like a sealed door. Gets kicked out of the boating school. Um, didn't pass right. his boat test like SpongeBob. That uh, I I don't know. Now that I know who he is since our last talk, every time I see someone like say his name, I just hit my head. Asildor, Asildor. <laughs> you have to. You have to. That's uh, funny. <laughs> Wow. Interestingly enough, he's a big character, but I feel his story so far is pretty lukewarm. In terms yeah, he's of just trying to characters. make it into the the boating the boating school. Boating but... school. <laughs> Let's call it boating school. <laughs> we'll call it boating school. I, I know it goes beyond just you know it's boating school, but it, for 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 the sake of discussing his plot thread, it's 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 boating school. They definitely school. told him, "Hey, <laughs> you're out." <laughs> You can't, you can't go, you can't get your boating license. You and your friends, you're out here. Wow, yeah, he tried to at least <laughs> cover for them. It was like, no, nope. he did. Nope. He's a good guy. He's protective of his friends. For but, now. Um, for, ne- <laughs> for, for now. For now. Um. Okay, I found this part to be interesting as far as, I guess the queen of Numenor had a vision. Okay. of the f- drowning the flooding of Numenor uh I don't think we we don't see we see sometimes we get visions in uh Lord of the Rings um this one was quite vivid but it was it started with the arrival of an elf so this is also adds to the kind of elf hate and uh whatnot uh I, I I actually liked what was going on here sometimes I get bored with Galadriel's story because it's just kind of her talking up the same tree. Well, yeah, like her her delivery for the most part for for the most part is kind of just the same. Like like she's very stone cold, very serious, and, and I get it. That's the character. Uh, but like when you when you notice something like that of a character, and they just have like they never go beyond that portion of their character. It's like you start to notice certain traits. So like, for example, with Galadriel, I, I started to notice that uh, the, the 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 actress, whenever she's giving certain lines to show how serious and stone cold um, Galadriel is, she'll talk through her teeth. Yes. So she'll be like, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be so hard to visualize, visualize this only in audio, but like, she'll be like, <laughs> She'll be like, Sauron is coming to the Southlands. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like her it'd, lips will like, barely it'd, move. Like it's just her teeth. Like her, she's talking through her like, teeth. If you wish to stay here, then you will die. The Southlands need a king. <laughs> Sauron is here. It's in- undeniable. Um, Give me an eye, or I'll find one for you. <laughs> like. 
<laughs> it, but you see, like I don't, I don't get that with anyone else. It's just her. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, it like works in her favor because I feel she's always. I mean, even in Lord of the Rings, Kate Blanchett played the original Galadriel. I I remember her being very stoic and very, you know, short and in her words and whatnot, but also, you know, kind of direct. I mean, again, her scenes are like very few, but right. what I liked here is my background. Uh, oh, the, uh, what's it called? The sea, the seer overseer, the Palantir, the Palantir, but it's, it's one of, uh, one what? of seven but seeing stones seeing stones that's what it was that's what i was yes. trying to figure out yes so is that something that was um is that something that that you're familiar with in lord of the rings can yes yes do you okay. not remember the palantirs i i don't <laughs> should i give you a brief history oh wait was one of them uh okay wait hold on hold on hold on hold on um was one of them because I'm getting uh I'm getting a brain blast. Come on, come on. Uh okay. Um God, what's the actor's name? Um uh, oh my god. Uh Count Dooku, Count Dooku, Count Christopher Dooku. Lee. Christopher Saruman. Lee. Uh, right, Saruman, Saruman. Um, Saruman, yeah. I remember a scene where like he's sitting in the tower and he has an orb in front of him, right? And he's doing this he weird one. thing with he his hand. One. Okay. Okay. He has one. Yes. That's a seeing stone. Okay. Yes. I I remember the first time you see it is like, you know, Gandalf goes to Saruman to, you know, counsel him because he thinks he found the ring. And then right. Saruman's like, let us look into the Palantir. <laughs> and Gandalf's right. like, uh, Gandalf says, Saruman, you know how dangerous this is if all the other seeing stones are not accounted for. And then he briefly brushes his hand on it and he sees the eye of Sauron. Right. I like when they bring in stuff like this. I love when I saw that, I, I literally, <gasps> a here. <laughs> because, well, in the Lord of the Rings, we only seen the one. There's seven of them. Did, did they and mention there were seven in, in Lord of the Rings also? Right. I don't think I don't think he said there were seven, but he said they there were, were not others. All, there, were, there were others and they were not accounted for. And because they're okay. not accounted for, they're dangerous because of it's a, it's like a it's like a mirror or uh, I don't know. Yeah, a mirror. You can see through it and they can see what you're doing. Oh, it's dangerous because you don't know who has the exactly. other one. So exactly. when you touch it someone that might be your enemy might have another one yes and they'll see like "Ooh, i i see what you're doing <laughs> does that Ex exactly okay. exactly okay yes. got it so so uh, but but this one was like a vision of the future right which okay so you know going off a of kind of logic i think they can be like tainted or they can project images depending on who's on the other side of one you know so okay. whether that vision is true of the flooding of Numenor I don't know but I think when you bring in something like this it, it's part of the mythos that you you know it's like people are expecting characters and character relations more so than anything when it comes to prequels and whatnot 
Right. This is a really cool part of the mythos that I think I I like seeing the mythos be built in a story centered around the mythos. So you know, obviously we're getting the rings of power, um, but these right here, you know, with three thousand years before the original films, it's like, what the hell could happen between now and three thousand years with these kind of acting as you know a guiding force, right? For, whatever motives whoever has one has right they, they they kind of remind me not in the same sense but like because they're like orbs they, they remind me of like the um the apples of eden from assassin's oh, yeah. creed a little mm -hmm. bit all powerful little balls <laughs> that you know they they're, they're just powerful they're they're, they're dangerous and, and the wrong hands right um so oh, okay i i didn't know that they were from lord of the rings proper Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, the movie. I didn't know they showed them before in the movies. They did. Oh, and then, and I mean, again, a test to their power. Um, in Return of the King, uh, you know, Gandalf, when the destruction of Isengard, he collected the Palantir. And Pippin, uh, remember, Pippin uh, touched it. And he communicated with Sauron. And Sauron was asking him, you know, about the ring. And uh, like Frodo, and he, but he didn't tell him anything. So, if a darker entity has one, you know, right, right, okay, opens the door. It does. It does. I like that. Nice. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, the so from here, what? Uh, they're ready to help now. New well, 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 they're not ready to help right away. What I don't what what did some kind kind of convincing? Uh, well, I mean, because they had that back and forth with uh, well, because at first, um, right, uh, Galadriel wanted to go seek counsel with the king, her and father. He's, sick, he's sickly. He's sickly. From what I don't, uh, I, I I don't know if I missed it, but I don't think they said what he's I, sick if from. He, if they did, I missed it too. Yeah. Um. So. They didn't mention anything as to why he's sick, but again, even seeing the king like this, she keeps asking, like, hey, let's let's do this army thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And the queen's like, no. <laughs> and so, like, she's all set on um having, you know, sailing uh Galadriel back to um the elves. Right. With an escort. Uh, with an escort, an armed escort, and she does that. She puts, she literally puts her on the boat to sail her back, but then the white leaves start falling. Oh, right, the and, white leaves. Right, um, and that's where you get kind of like the monologue of like what it means when the white leaves start to fall, and that's where you see that complete one eighty. Now it's like, oh, okay, okay, hold on, but. You may have spat some facts with me, uh, Galadriel, but that tree over there, <laughs> them leaves are a different story. If it weren't for that goddamn tree, you'd be on a ship hauling <laughs> your ass back to Middle Earth with no escort, no army, but that tree got your back. Can you imagine if that tree did not have had the leaves fall? Like how <laughs> screwed everyone would be? Oh Thank my God goodness. for the tree. Thank God for the tree. Wow. I I am speechless. 
Oh my I mean, goodness. That's the cool <laughs> oh mysticism. Is, isn't that the cool mysticism of it all? Right. Yeah. It, 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 it's something where it's like that just didn't happen by chance. That was something right. that was meant to happen to put people on edge and have them realize, hey, you need to make a move. This is not an accident. It's very prophetic. Right. Um, That's the yeah. word, prophetic. I just looked it up. I was like, is that oh, a word? It prophetic. Works. It's very prophetic. Um, so now I will escort Galadriel and I will she's gonna lead, right? She's gonna lead them into battle so, too. Well, well, what's what's the deal with that? Like she's escorting her because at first I didn't know what she meant. She made it seem like I'm escorting her. So first it was, you know, I'm not sending an army screw you um and i'm going to have an armed escort i'm gonna send you back to the elves with an armed escort that's it i'm not helping with this whatever the hell you're thinking is gonna happen because it's not i'm not doing that but then when she changes her mind she then is like i will attend that escort as well to personally deliver her back so at first i'm like oh so she's just gonna join the escort to get her back to where she needs to go. But then she mentioned the army at the end of that. And I was like, wait, so you are going to send an army? Is that, I mean, I don't know. Like she, she is getting an army, right? She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they okay. said, um, I, I am an army or whoever wants to come. Cause it was, uh, she's sending help. She's sending help. She said, um, what any man or woman right uh, and and to be the queen regent's protection so this is just uh i mean she's going but um yeah it's kind of volunteer it's not necessarily i don't think i guess it's not really an army uh so it's not an army okay yeah um but she is trying she's trying to assist and aid she says to aid her elven brethren okay Um, so so that's what it was then it was our mortal brethren right uh, yeah so it's you know there's no confirmation of an army yet but she is attending herself to see matters are resolved and if an army would be potentially needed and yeah yeah okay um, and that's they called what you it get. An, they called it an expeditionary force so this is not that, necessarily that was in her speech at the end uh, it's in the guy speech with the beard, her council. Uh, and he's like, uh, the queen's regent will need protection. The queen regent will need protection to be made up of brave sons and daughters of Numenor. So, yeah, it's not an army force, not an army force. OK, got it. Got it. It may amount to that, depending. I mean, a lot of people look to be volunteering. Well, yeah, um, we got some heavy hitters joining in that. Uh, uh, a door and crew. <laughs> his friends look a little reluctant to be doing this they just wanted to pass boating school and it's a Seildor's fault they started throwing slurs at him and <laughs> saying things about his mother his dead mother goodness gracious yeah. like god damn harsh. man it's just boating school just <laughs> do something else become a smithy or something <laughs> yeah it's not that it's not that deep man um goodness but yeah they they're moving. We're we're leaving Numenor. I I imagine maybe the next episode we might be on the seas, 
or we might be right back in middle earth but the or i think the southlands is where everyone's going to convulge so uh, before we leave numenor to like the uh, some of the other plot threads um do you know what was going on between i think it's Asilador's sister and that guy and the guy yeah what, what was that what was that plot thread like where was that going somewhere is that I I, <laughs> I I kid you not during those segments I zoned out I was like I zoned I, out too <laughs> wow I mean half half of it was me telling asking myself wait that's the sealed door sister right and that, no I had to keep asking but, myself that too because I I didn't I at first I thought it was a new character I thought it was like yeah, a new I, character that, that they're introducing right now but then as the episode went on I was like wait I that's his sister so what what's going on here i don't understand like is this is this a guy is he is he is he's not an elf right he's not an elf the the guy no, that's flirting he's with the her son he's the son of that guy the council who was pushing you know to stop the elf hate the beard and the then, bearded guy he's the yeah. son of that mm-hmm. guy okay okay yeah he, at least he oh, called him his son that was the guy he was walking with before before he calmed that crowd down that was that was that guy was walking with uh Him. his son yeah. right and mm-hmm. he was he was saying uh my god um cleverness is for um oh man the quote that he said oh uh, did he say oh he, no i, I was he thinking said, of someone else no he, he said something like you know cleverness is for like young men or something i i, I prefer that you be wise instead yeah I remember that um, something along those lines. So okay, so that was his son, and the son is trying to get it in with the Sealador sister. I guess I I don't know what to take from him because that that's all they gave me this episode. He was just flirting with the Sealador sister, a Sealador sister saying "baka" and she's walking running away. I don't know what's going on with this. I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. It didn't. It didn't. Um... It didn't catch my attention to pay closer attention. So, okay, maybe. Uh, I mean, oh God, I don't know. Maybe it'll amount to something. Cleverness is for men of small ambition. That's what he ah, says. Ah, there we go. Yes. So cleverness is for men with small ambition. I prefer yeah, that you be wise, my son. My son. Uh, but yeah, yeah, not really. It's here. I'm like there. Are cooler things happen on Numenor for myself. I will pay attention if they keep bringing it up, but uh, it's there, I guess. Um, it's there. It it. I slept on it. If it blossoms into something in the next episode, then okay, I I'll I'll look back and be like, oh okay, that's that's where this was starting, or that's where this was leading to. But you got more cool stuff happening in like Numenor uh, itself, and then even in the mountains. With the dwarves in Kazakh Doom, back with Elrond, missed him last week in Durin and Disa. So um, they were not at all in last week's episode, right? No, were they, no, okay, they were not in okay. last week's episode. Um, Got it. So they return here proper. Uh, your boy, Gellagrim, how do you say his name? Gellagrimbor. Say it again. <laughs> Kellabrimbor. Kellabrimbor. He feels um It's an easy name. Like, why can't you understand? I, I got it, it now. Kellabrimbor. 
Kelly Brimbor. Kelly Brimbor. Kelly Brimbor wants um Elrond to uh he feels they're keeping the dwarves are keeping him in the dark. Uh right. They are, yeah. They we and, we, we saw allusions to that in uh episode two when um you know once Dooding um the son dude i i don't remember which one's doing the fourth the third whatever but the king there's king doing prince doing prince doing uh he warmed up to elrond by the end of episode two uh so now they're they're buddy buddy for the most part but at the end of that episode that's when you see that the dwarves have something else that they're holding a secret and yes. it's something they're like I, I don't care who you bring here you ain't telling your eldish friend about this that we got back here you don't see what it is but you know it's something the dwarves um are very protective of yes but Celebrimbor feels they're purposely being kept in the dark i mean elrond you know he's friends with during he's not really questioning it but now right. he's kind of on this mission to find out what it is which is an interesting play here for elrond because is he he, he does find out what it is, um, but he swears he's not going to tell anybody else. Uh, and he, he wants, excuse me, oh my gosh, he wants the dwarf labor to assist. Right. So, um, shoot, let's just get into what, I mean, right? It's There's nothing else here, just really kind of, they found what did they through. find? They, they found, found me through. Ah, your, your kind must call it meath, meath something. <laughs> um, I didn't know Mithril was that important of a mineral in Lord of the Rings. I mean, I, 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 I've heard of the mint. I've heard of this mineral in almost every fantasy um, mythos mm, has yeah. some kind of Mithril uh, to varying forms of rarity. Like it's a mineral to sometimes make weapons, to make armor, to, uh, you know, uh, it, it's used as an ore to build like structures. It's always different. Um, so in Lord of the Rings mythos, I didn't know Mithril was this new, like unheard of, untapped mineral or this untapped ore that was never discovered until a certain time period. So that's that's new to me. Now, I don't know if that's Amazon, you know, changing canon and doing what everyone's mad at them about like how dare you do this to the lord of the rings you mythos uh i i don't know i don't know but uh how did you feel about you know the the concept of like i know it's important because like wasn't there like a chain mail that okay frodo so, got that's what i was gonna say okay one i didn't know Mithra was like an ore that the dwarves disco discovered. I always thought it was elvish. Okay. Well, the name itself is elvish as far as what we as fans know it better as. Um, but yeah, the only instance of Mithra is yes, Frodo's shorty shirt. So that That's was the one. that was the only Mithril uh like that is the piece. only as far as the movies, I don't know about the books or you okay, know, okay. expanded. That was the biggest piece of Mithril at all. It was like, it was a big deal. Um, Bilbo gave Frodo the Mithril chainmail. Yeah, and it's 
as hard as dragon scale. Um, but like, oh, of I, I do. Okay, I do remember them selling it like that. Yes. Okay. Um, but that was it. As far as you know, if it plays any other bigger, I mean, it's it's structurally definitely like would be an advantage if everyone had mithril based armor or chainmail or whatever it may be. Um, oh, but yeah. We don't really know the extent of. Did it serve a bigger purpose? Was was everybody rocking Mithril? Did Mithril well, run out? Did... Well, okay. So, and again, I like doing this because you learn more about what potentially certain things will lead to. Um, so I, I, I was looking this up. And uh, so Mithril was, an, was extremely rare by the end of the third age, right? Right now we're in mm -hmm. the second age, I think. Oh, we're in the we're, second age. Okay. I, I think we're in the second age. Um, and, and the reason why it was really rare is because it was only found in, in Kazad, Kazad Doom. Is, is that the name of the Kazad mountain? Doom. Kazad, Kazad Doom. Doom. Kazad Doom. Um, Which and, is where we currently are. And apparently the reason why it became a rarity was because the dwarves mined for it uh, too much. They were too greedy. Mm. With, with the mithril and when they got too greedy that's what ultimately released the balrog you know okay i'm gonna stop you right now you need to stop i, I i'm on the same page you are <laughs> <laughs> that's cool come but on very much this is gonna be a plot thread you don't think this is gonna be a plot thread i, I mean they just discovered it now i i don't see the balrog they might I, I don't know the balrogs in the trailer that's all i'm saying oh is it that, is okay see now you yeah now we talked about no we it. we talked about this last week the there's a balrog in the trailer hooper tv definitely said this last i week know too. we talked about the balrog last week i don't remember mention of the bow a balrog appearing in the trailer because that no th there's no a balrog it is the balrog it is the same one no it there is a there is such there are multiple balrogs Oh, okay. Well, yes, he's in the trailer. Yeah, about and to that say, is, don't don't go, might, don't go actually. Listen, it's, it's only one Balrog. They may play loosely with the timeline here, you know, for spectacle. So I I think that's cool. I I have this information now. I I'm still looking forward to it happening. Like for me, it's not like a. a I can see why it might be a spoiler. It's like, oh, well, the dwarves are actually going to mine for it too much and they're going to release a Balrog. But we talked about it last week. We did we say did. that they, they eventually released a Balrog. But I didn't know it was because they were digging for Mithril, though. Oh, no, because we talked about it last week that they kept digging in the mountain. No, I, I, I know they kept digging, but I didn't know. It was oh, you didn't know it was a mineral. Yeah, I didn't know it was like the, the, the obsession, the lust, and the greed for Mithril would eventually lead to this. Spoiler for anybody listening. I mean, if you listen already to this much, well, oops, <laughs> it's been in but, the mythos for <laughs> sixty years. Uh, but see, this is what I like. I like, you know, we had the Palantir earlier, right? And now we have the Mithril, and again, it's kind of setting the stages for a lot of things that are about to take place. And I like lore expansion. As far as not just characters, just lore itself. And I think they're doing a pretty good job here exploring that lore. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't want to compare it to Game of Thrones, but like 
right now game of thrones is only really expanding on your knowledge of the families you know right they're not playing too i mean the game of thrones is kind of trying to cheesily do the tie-ins to like the prophecies and everything uh for the eventual game of thrones and we all talked about it on our house of dragon uh podcast give that a listen by the way if you want to tune in for house of dragon every sunday Um, every sunday but um yeah it's it's like i don't know i feel like game i feel like rings of power is doing enough differently from house of dragon where it's rewarding you if you happen to remember certain things from lord of the rings proper uh we had a friend in our group that recently asked um hey can i like do can i watch rings of power on its own um or do I have to watch Lord of the Rings uh, to, you know, be familiar with the, with the series? And 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 we like we told him, hey, you can watch Rings of Power on its own. Like it, it does not require you to have watched Lord of the Rings beforehand. I feel like you'll understand what's going on for the most part if you watch Rings of Power on its own. But on the flip side of that, I feel like the series does reward you for knowing certain things from the films. So we know who Asilador ultimately is. That changes your perspective on how he's acting right now or what he'll eventually become. Uh, the whole concept of Mithril. That's really cool because we we know what it ultimately leads to with the dwarves. And we know at some point it becomes a rarity to where Frodo is getting something like a chain mail. And that's, that's huge. That's a, a huge... lot of me throwing that shiny shirt. Yeah, th- like I, um, I don't remember if it was in Lord of the Rings or or in some uh, expansion or whatever. I remember seeing something about Mithril uh, being worth like ten times more than gold or something like that. I believe it. I believe it. Again, yeah. it's Frodo got speared and not a scratch. Not a scratch. Him. No bruises or anything. That thing blocked that. It was from like a giant. Um, from a troll. From a king troll. It was from troll. a troll. Like a, with 20 times the muscle mass of Frodo. You would think just the pressure of I mean, that it, thing stabbing it, him. It knocked the wind out of him. <laughs> For sure. He definitely collapsed on the floor. Right. Uh, not one of his finer moments. But that thing, Ar- Aragon, he said, that thing would have took down a giant boar or a Easily. wild boar. And, Easily. You know, so, yeah, it's powerful. And again, you know, uh, like you said, uh, we're being rewarded having known what Mithril is. And it's cool to see um, kind of the rise and fall of Mithril. We're getting a lot of rise and falls here. You know, we know Mithril right. is going to be a big thing moving forward, whether, you know, people want to exploit it for armor or whatever. Uh, but we're eventually going to see it, you know, kind of have an effect on people's pride and we're going to see the end result. I think that's cool. That's a cool build up. Something, something cool to build up to. Right. Right. I so, agree. Yeah. 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 Um, very cool. We'll see where this goes. Uh, King Doran is, is like, hey, Doreen, you got to go to Linden, the elven home, and see what's up, you know. But um, they he are may- friends. It's, does he's he make a rock him- in a hard place. Does he make him king? No, he doesn't. He doesn't make him king. No, okay, no, no. okay. I thought that's what, where it was leading to because the, the scene was building up as if, like, you are king now, Doreen. 
prince and I thought he was going to take off his crown and put it on his head. Uh, but no, that, that no. did not happen. Okay. But it was it was nice. It's nice little moments. And with Elrond too, kind of the whole, you know, uh, their friends, their friendship is Rocky. Ha ha ha. Dwarf joke, Rocky. Oh, um, yes. Put your put your palm on this rock and swear to me. <laughs> swear it. See, and I like the fact we're getting dwarf culture. Uh, Disa was singing about the people who got trapped in the mines right. and whatnot. But uh, yes, Elrond and Durin had a nice little bro moment talking about fathers and how Elrond wishes he could have spoke to his father. And he's like, use the time you have. You know, nice moment. But then we're going to see Durin. He seems kind of conflicted. He wants to be friends with Elrond, but his father is forcing kind of his will on him right now. So right, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, we'll see. I actually, I like their pairing a lot. Uh, very kind of. They got a good relationship going on. Are you getting Gimli, Legolas vibes a bit? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can get it. Like they haven't done anything like battle wise to like yeah, sell no. that you know that extra layer that Gimli and Legolas had, but um, the elf and dwarf becoming best friends uh, despite their hostility towards each other upon first meeting, um, it does give off those kind of vibes. So, at least see right. Okay, so you see right there. They wanted to elicit Gimli and Legolas. All right, you got me. It's there. I like these two. Mm-hmm. With Nori, <laughs> they're trying to elicit. Oh, remember Frodo? Remember the the whimsical Frodo? No, I I don't get. And that. Uh, who's um her friend? Uh, Poppy is that supposed uh, to be Sam? I yeah, you know. Oh my God, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> oh wow, I never even made that connection. They haven't sold me yet. I'll say that much. I'm they not have sold not on them sold yet. Me yet. I um, I don't think they can, <laughs> um, but I don't know. We'll see. There is one more plot thread that we haven't talked about. Um, oh, flipping dippity! What is Theo. his name? Theo. Theo. What a loser! <laughs> it's just a dumb name. I don't know for Lord of the Rings. It's like, I don't. Oh, you mean like <laughs> you got Galadriel? A sealed door. A sealed door. Theo. Theo. Theodore, short for, the- short for Theodore. <laughs> Where's Alvin? Wow, Where's the- Simon. Where's the-, <laughs> where the other chipmunks? Goodness. Oh boy, uh, he's a troublemaker. Um, yeah, he is. Um, what did he go back to the house for? To, for get the hilt. to get the hilt. That's what he went back for. The hilt. I- oh, I could have sworn I- that's no, what he I went thought- back for. I thought when they left. He wrapped it in like a bag when he. Uh, oh, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah, I um, was he trying to get supplies for the, um, like you know because they were running out of food, I guess. And his mom mm-hmm. gave him that speech like, "Quit being my my headache. Just for the love of God, just do what you're told, so that that helps me by itself." Right. And, 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 and he was talking about like food being like short, like oh that won't feed us for like a. You know, only a night or something, and she's like, "Well, it's a night longer that we'll get to live, so appreciate that." Um, so, so I'm looking at it. He's saying, "Yeah, they needed food," and so he went uh, back a, for food. Someone's seller. There, uh, he's talking about. Uh, okay. And best time to go is during the day because you know orcs 
are like vampires at this point. They can't, which is interesting. I don't think we've ever thinking about Lord of the Rings. I mean, Urukai is a different breed of orc, but Urukai were able to run in the sun, no problem. Maybe that that's to do with like the mud, born from mud type of stuff, because like mud, mud's often used as like a, a coating or a shield against um, like heat. So like pigs, for example, they bathe in mud so that they get cooled off outside from the sun. True. I mean, that mud, I don't know if that mud sticks on them, but um, I was looking at. No, no, no. I don't mean like they. I don't mean like they. They slather themselves in mud and then they it's go. Just to the war. fact that they're born from mud. They're born from mud, so it's like it, it's like in their pores. It's like it's part of them, so they can. I, I, I can. I can withstand buy that. it. Yeah, I can buy that. Um. It, this was saying they're the strongest breed of orc, so maybe they can withstand the sun. Maybe I guess. Um, but either way, yeah, you know, he goes. Uh, he brings his little hilt. Uh, he, he encounters an orc like damn near the same way he encountered the orc last time. Yeah, um, are are orcs supposed to be stupid? Like, is that is that something in the? The mythos. I'm I, I, I'm actually being serious. Like, is that is are, are orcs dumb in um, the Lord of the Rings mythos, or are they as intelligent as like any other species? I don't the, think it's ever been emphasized their intelligence level. The reason I ask, and this could just be poor writing. It, it, it could just be poor writing. You had the scene where Theo goes back for the food right he encounters an orc oh what a shock oh <laughs> the not the where... well are you talking about the well yes okay <laughs> that was so dumb okay right okay so so hold up hold up let's, let's go, go ahead, back go a ahead, little go bit ahead, right go ahead. so yeah 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 he, uh he encounters an orc he has to defend himself so he does something with the hilt where he kind of stabs himself on like the um the, the handle, the actual handle yeah. that he's gripping that causes the blade to form and he's able to use it against, you know, the orc. He, he like cuts him a little bit. And, um, you know, the orc gets pissed. He's like, oh, you cheeky Boston. And he starts, <laughs> he starts chasing him. And so they're in the house. The guy has maybe like five second head start because the, the orc, you know, got cut in the hand. He's like, oi that hurt and so the guy has a head start he chases him outside the kid is gone disappeared out of nowhere and the, the orc's like boy uh, i found it it's a boar he has the hilt i don't know where he is leave no stone unturned and i'm like you have a well right there why aren't you I, looking? I, I, I have That's, it pulled up right now. Oh, my god! That is the first. Literally, the kid disappeared within seconds. Look in the well. And then, of course, you have the thing where, like, you know, he's hiding in the well. And then, you know, he, he, he gets some water. The orc gets some water. And he throws the bucket down. And he hears, oh. And then the orc, he's like, oh. And he walks back. And he looks down, he doesn't see anything. And it's like, okay, there might not be anything down there. Shoot an arrow into the water. I don't armor know, man. at this point. 
Do you, do you remember in Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, when you had to sneak past the guards with a in barrel? The barrels? Yeah. And the barrel would be right behind the guard. He'd turn around, huh? Just, <laughs> yes. That's what this scene reminded me of. Like, you heard him. You, you heard, heard him. him. Yes. You literally heard. And on top of that, I don't know what time of day it was when Theo got there. But they were searching what I'm assuming was for hours in that village because the, the, um, they well, they emphasized the clouds. A thick cloud had rolled in. Well, oh, oh okay. So it wasn't nighttime. It wasn't. It was not nighttime. So they, oh, him, and the okay. other guy get there, and they really emphasized this big cloud. And I guess this cloud just never left. Yeah, that cloud. Jesus, it made you're right. it seem like were, it was night. It wasn't, but no, 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 no. Like it, it turned into night. That's the thing. The cloud came and they were searching for hours and then the cloud never left. I, oh my God. Okay, no, th 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 then this has to be bad writing. This is just terrible. Uh, well, the, uh, the, just the well was The well was stupid. dumb. <laughs> the orcs were looking for hours. How are you not looking in the one place that most people would hide in if they just escaped your clutches. I, I just don't. That's why I was like, is there something with orcs that they're dumb? Because maybe there is. Maybe there is something where orcs are really not that intelligent and they don't they don't know how to make those connections. Like, you know, um, uh, for example, um, <laughs> trolls. Trolls in the mythos, they are actually dumb. dumb. They're actually yes. dumb. So, you know, just point them in the direction exactly so i don't know if it's the same thing with orcs and i asked myself that when i saw this so i'm thinking like well i don't know i don't know uh, that, that, that pulled me out that pulled me the, out <laughs> no it was bad it was a bad scene because i was like he heard him and even my i even when he like kind of like mm -hmm, i was like oh my god did he climb out the well that quick and then i was like oh he definitely went under. Well, he can't hold his breath for long. And that orc just looks for like a couple seconds longer. Done. Done. <laughs> he finds him. He gets a promotion from Aldar. Because the moment, he, the, the moment he comes out of the well, he's spotted like right away. Easily. Because he came out like gasping for air. He was on his last breath underwater. Yeah, I'm surprised him coming up for air didn't make a noise because this dude came out like <gasps> like right. he was this guy was gonna drown under the water these orcs are terrible man these orcs are terrible and, and we still don't know what even the significance is of the of the dagger like, well they 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 want it they want that it much. that's it um and and, they, and they're hell-bent on getting it. it they are and we know it's tied to uh to sauron too because yes. uh deer eventually comes back he saves the day again with he uh does. uh theo and, and he's um, like come on you're an elf don't touch me wait did he actually do that no that's what his face said oh okay okay uh, disgust you're right look at um, disgust yeah uh but yeah like he saved and then at the end um the guy who actually found the dagger that Theo took it from inside that barn in episode one. Oh, that was the guy. That was the guy because he came up to him and he's like, um, 
I forgot how exactly he delivered it, but but he was like, "You're the one that took that uh, blade from my barn." And Theo tried to play it off like, "Uh, no, I wasn't." And that's when the guy showed him his scar that mm-hmm. Theo also had, implying that this guy has also used that dagger. I don't know what this is supposed to imply. I mean, obviously it's tied to Sauron because he's like, are you ready for our Lord Sauron to come back like, to the life? Do you know about it? Do you know come about off it, you? lad. Come off it, lad. You know, it's, it's no sword. I'm really looking at it right now. It's power. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, the conversation, um, he's basically saying our ancestors crafted it for the dark lord um oh because the the, this is the southlands this is the the the, uh, they are in the southlands right and this this faction of men were considered people that sided with morgoth Mm -hmm. correct okay that's right okay so and and, okay that makes sense that there's this random guy that has a, a dagger worshiping uh you know, blade that is it, it's it's gonna tie to Sauron in some way, right? Um, so that's cool. All right, there's our plot thread. Is Theo gonna become evil? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, this guy looks normal. This old man. So if he can make it out, I guess Theo you can think make he's it out. Normal? I mean, he's not like normal. He's a little loony in the head. He's very intimidating. Uh, I don't know. He's he but looks- he's not. He's not. He's not like evil. He's not. He's, he, he doesn't try to take the sword from the guy, the boy. Well, you know, I think because he, like, he, he thinks he has him in his clutches because of the... I mean, I imagine you stab yourself with that. It's like shooting up a stream of heroin. Like, you're, you're hooked. Now you're hooked to Sauron. So he's like, oh, well, you must have stabbed yourself with the, with the, the dagger. So, and it might be something where he feels that connection because... The boy uh, Theo stabbed himself with the dagger because. What does this mean? We don't know. We don't Could know. Could this trigger a transformation in the future? What is he going to become an orc? A man? No, I was thinking orc? more like I mean, last week we were talking about the theory of the nine kings of men who eventually turn into wraiths. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe before the nine kings turn into. Uh, wraiths maybe we get our first tease of wraiths we could we could for example frodo when frodo got stabbed by the morgul blade they said he would have turned into a wraith if he did not get treatment so which is very interesting like what would a hobbit wraith be intimidating a little short one just running out of a bush stabbing you real quick yeah. like maybe because maybe. i mean I, I can't imagine uh, uh because the the nazgul the raids they, they rode horses right like demon they horses. Rode horses and then they rode those dragons right so i can't imagine a hobbit riding those so <laughs> i mean I he's shrouded he's just a little shorter than a the rest. little goblin demon looking raid i don't know that's just silly think it'd be, yeah it'd be funny yeah um um but yeah but yeah that's about it that's uh, about it yeah run deer saves them yeah and yeah that's about it um i'm i, I i'm enjoying it it's it's i'm not like gung-ho 
but I, I see the pieces. I like what they're setting up so far. Um, I actually, right. I, I think I really like this episode too. Um, yeah. So- um, yeah, there, I mean, yeah, there, there were some plot threads that were kind of slow. Some that I just didn't care for, like, the. Uh, um, Asilador's sister uh, and the the love thing that's blossoming. Watch it be something really important that I should have paid attention to. They birth somebody and they're like, oh, we know who that kid is. Um, exactly. Yeah, um, I can see it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I surprisingly, I enjoy more of the things that tie into the mythos of like what's going on. So like, I like I really like the dwarving mining section with Elrond and Durin. Uh the whole concept of Mithril. I, I kind of liked the thing with Galadriel, you know, talking through her teeth saying, We must send an eye to defeat <laughs> the Morgoth and Sauron. Um, you know, that's all right. It's not it's not bad. But um when they when they play into their fantasy elements, that's where I'm more hooked into rings of power and unfortunately uh next week we'll get some um we'll get some details on what nori's been up to it'll be all right listen the only thing that's going to keep me hooked with you know what it's funny they 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 knew nori could not sell it on her own so they brought in something more interesting which is um the the nameless the the, stranger. the the stranger right the stranger and, and even he is not grasping my attention that well either uh but maybe once you start hearing him speak a little more because he's starting to learn some speech and maybe he'll drop some names or he'll learn a few things and we'll get a reveal maybe he's someone that we should know maybe this is gandalf maybe this is another wizard that gandalf may be referred to at one point in the story um we don't know but we're gonna find out next week because we didn't get any this week so who who is gonna be who do you think they're not going to cover next week oh um, i mean because so far imagine... they haven't they, uh what is it elrond and Durin have taken a turn where they haven't been covered and now and, Nori hasn't been covered. And now Nori hasn't been covered. So who do you think? I don't think Galadriel's ever taking a break because she seems yeah, like the main, the main story that's getting pushed forward. Maybe, uh, maybe Arondir will get um, sidelined uh, next okay. week. I mean, what they're building there, it sounds like they're building like a Helm's Deep type of situation, uh, being you know cooped up in that. Uh, Oh, little, those walls. Uh, yeah, where they moved to. Yeah, right. And now Dar knows uh, they got the uh, the dagger, and uh, yeah, they might be on a Helm's Deep type of thing going on. But um, right. Yeah, maybe they'll pause that one, let that one kind of build, and then uh, you know, send uh, send the army that way, and we might have our first big battle. So, um, right. I'm okay. I we'll see. We'll see who gets sidelined. Um. I'm okay if somebody does, if the story, uh, I'm okay if someone gets sidelined at the expense of a greater story to be told. So, right. Yeah. Nori's on deck next week. So we'll see what, uh, her story has in store. I suppose. 
if we just don't put to. all your eggs in one basket. I know. I just I I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Nori's got to do more. Nori's got to do more. She's she's at the it, it it's a tie between her and Theo. I don't I don't <laughs> the, the youngest cast members. The young wow, what a shock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the odds that the youngest cast members are not selling me when I'm watching their plot threads? Um, Give it a chance. It, well, five episodes. It's in. not. It's not her fault. Nothing has happened in her story. So no, it's not the actress's fault. I'm not it's, saying that. It's right. just her story is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I just you can make the argument it's okay yeah I can't I'm not sucked in yet if it takes five episodes because next week is the fifth episode to reel me in all right but I have to say it took five episodes for it to happen uh Elrond did <laughs> not enough. need to do that Durin did not need to do that Galadriel is nope. a little different uh I don't know we're worried to talk about Galadriel yeah, and her and her uh, her her teeth whispers. I think you have a big problem with that. I don't think I have that big of an issue. I don't have a problem with it. It's just I start to notice it when it becomes a consistent thing. Like now, watch. I I pointed this out now. I guarantee you, come next week in episode five, you're gonna come back saying, "Oh my god, she really does talk like that." Why is she talking? No, I mean, I'm sure the actress doesn't talk like that in real life, but you know, to sell the character of how serious and mm, <laughs> Galadriel mm -hmm. is, you gotta talk in very her whispers and be serious on what time. It is not that bad, but it is not. Okay, okay, you say that now. Go ahead. Episode five. Episode five. Okay, we shall see the episode we'll five. Back. We'll come back on this. <laughs> yeah we'll come back um but that's it from us here at the yonko table folks covering episode four of the lord of the rings the rings of power still no rings of power yet but in due time people in due time in the meantime while waiting for the rings of power thank you for listening to us on your various podcast stations be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and of course Big things are popping for us on TikTok. Be sure to catch that wave and get on while you can. And of course, if you ever want to join the discourse that you hear on our show, be sure to join our Discord where we be chatting and arguing and debating all day long. We love to hear from you. With that, folks, I am your Yonko host, Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney, and we'll see y'all when we see y'all. Y'all take care.